other guys, uh, that linebacker position, uh, coach, you know, we talked to him last week on, on Friday in the production meeting, and um, I asked him, you know, which one group are you excited to watch the most? And it took him about 20 seconds. He paused and really had to think about it, but he said the linebackers. He wanted to yeah. watch the linebackers because they really feel like they have four starting NFL caliber uh, linebackers in that group. Now the reality is you're only going to play two of them for – you know, 70, majority of the game, percent of the game, yeah. it, depending on what what package you're in. But Campbell, I thought looked good. Uh, I thought Derek Barnes looked good. I mean, he's a guy that we've raved about, you know, and through training camp and, and saying he needs to have a big year. This is time for him to step up, show what he can do. I thought he was solid. A uh, guy like Malcolm Rodriguez, who last year was kind of the darling and star of training camp, right? And we saw him make plays, uh, you know, obviously being hyped up on hard knocks mm-hmm. uh, didn't help at all. But you look at a guy like that and you say, man, did he take a step back? Because last year he was coming out of camp as pretty much a starter. This year he's kind of, you know, he's behind he's more. behind Barnes. He's behind Anzalone. He's probably behind, uh, you know, Jack Campbell. You're like, he didn't, he didn't take a step back. I think that that room just it, improved so much that uh, you, you got you got other – high caliber players in there as well I thought the linebacker group played pretty good it didn't look like there were a lot of uh, mental errors guys not going the right way guys getting lost in coverage Uh, it looked like a solid uh, effort from all those guys Jack Campbell uh, included and that was probably the one position group on this team that needed to take that big step in this defense because we know they revamped uh, the secondary we know that the defensive line um, you know added a little bit of bulk guys getting better in year two, year three, taking those steps, getting a little bit healthier. Uh, that linebacker group is the one that's like, all right, you know, this is – they can't be the weak link anymore. And once again, I'm not trying to get too excited because of the competition that they faced, but they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And that was an encouraging sight to see. So what I liked about Branch was it was – yeah, right place, right time, but it was instincts, it was awareness, it was closing speed, it was some of the physical attributes that he brings to this defense. I think he was really able to show off, uh, and we saw it all in that one play that you just talked about. For Jack Campbell, in being able to watch it from home, now I too would like to get the All-22, and we will at some point, because we'll be able to talk more about Broderick Martin and some of those guys when we get a chance to see the you know the mess that was the interior D-line. Uh, and I say mess just because there's a lot of bodies in there, not because they were either good or bad. But Jack Campbell, in a third and two situation, stepped up, took on a guard, read the play, and then was in on the tackle to prevent a first down. I thought it was first time I saw a Detroit Lions linebacker in some time be able to do that. And that has to do with his physicality, his awareness, and again, instincts, but also Hey, the fact that he does have long arms, he's got the strength to be able to to shed a block from an offensive guard, and then to follow it up on fourth down, being in on the tackle again, a nice nice stop, you know, and and it some of those things you watch him covering a running back out of the backfield, and it shows you he's got the the power to be a run stopper, but also the athletic ability, which we had heard so much about in the draft and coming out of the combine, the highest athletic score of of, of defensive players that he was able to cover a running back out of the backfield and prevent a, a, a reception. So those are some of the things I liked about the defensive players. Now I want to turn our attention to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, there's going to be two practices that are going to be joint scrimmage between the two clubs. The ones, and, and from what I've heard, the ones versus ones, there's going to be a lot more of that scripted in these joint practices 
So I don't know if that means we're not going to see Jared Goff. We won't see the ones in the game. I hope we do. Um, I would love to see them gear things up for the second preseason game and at least get a taste of what it's like in the stadium. Not that those guys don't have that experience, uh, but I think there is value in that. But what do you want to see, whether it's in the joint practices or if we get a chance to see them Saturday night live in an, in an action against the Jaguars, this team be better at or do better from preseason game one to preseason game two? I want to see the offense take a little bit of a step. And I look, I know that we're not going to get um, you know, super creative game plan in the preseason, but you, I want to start seeing a little bit more big plays, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't really see many big plays uh, offensively on Friday against the Giants. It was just kind of a rough and tumble boxing match. There weren't any, you know, big haymakers thrown either way. There were just a bunch of little uh, jabs, right? Um, I'd like to see a little bit more speed uh, and physicality because Jacksonville is a team that's completely different than what you just saw with the Giants. The Giants are kind of that black and blue, we're just going to rough and tumble mm. you for 60 minutes and try to wear you out style of teams. Uh, Jacksonville is more of a speed team. They've got a lot of speed, right? Ja- uh, Trevor Lawrence can run. Um, ETN, we know, is fast. Calvin Ridley, you're going to get a lot of speed with him, too. Uh, the defense, a lot of fast guys on that defense that can fly around. Uh, how do you counter that, right? Do you counter that with, with, with speed of your own, or do you counter that with a little bit more physical-style approach to uh, how you want to beat teams like that? So that was the same thing I think Dan Campbell said after after the game. I asked him, you know, what steps do you want to see your t- team take this week? And he said, we we got to be more physical, right? We don't want to be a finesse team. We know that we – I think the biggest uh, improvement that this team has made – overall uh, this year is is team speed. They brought in a lot of guys that are fast, <laughs> whether that be some of the rookies, whether that be, uh, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Mosley, Cam yep. Sutton, those type of guys. Uh, Jack Hamble, uh, another guy that's got a lot of speed. Uh, that's That's been the biggest difference. But you got to understand you can't – you don't want to change your team identity to one of the speed teams, to a finesse team, to a team that's going to try to trick you. Obviously, we'd love to see the speed in the big plays, but – uh, the MO of this team and the characteristic that they've built uh, throughout the last uh, couple of years is that they're physical, right? We want to be able to wear on you. We want to be able to to run you into the ground, right? We want to be able to beat your beat your ass so bad in the first three quarters. By the fourth quarter, we're just cruising, right? Because you know you you just kind of wore the other team out. Don't lose track of of that physicality just because you've added so much speed. That's something that I hope to get down to the practices a little bit this week. Uh, you know, just watch those one-on-ones, watch the nine-on-sevens, watch the team short yardage, the team goal line period to see uh, who the more physical team is because those are the drills that the physicality definitely stands out. Uh, we saw it last week. We saw, you know, pretty good physical practice with the Giants both days. Um, Lions definitely didn't back down on either day, uh, which was good to see, but you'd like to see that take even a, another step this week. Yeah, it'll be good to see him against another playoff team uh, and, and a team that got a win in the playoffs. Uh, the only other thing that I want to see and add to what you just mentioned is the first group defense. And whether it's – I don't know if Aiden Hutchinson will be out there. I know he's uh, nursing a, an ankle right now. I, I would be surprised probably to see him. Uh, or if it's Pascal, Houston, uh, you know Charles Harris – Aleem McNeil, if we get a chance to see him, I want to see more pressure because you're not going to see a whole lot of design blitzes at this time. It's going to be a vanilla defense, just like we talked about the vanilla offense. I would like to see those guys win more up front and put pressure on 
Trevor Lawrence, if he's in there, or whoever the starting quarterback is going to be for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just a little bit more pressure applied by that front seven in winning one-on-one matchups or beating double teams or making the def- or making the opposing offense account for different matchups. Yeah, and I, that would be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see the same lineup again on Saturday. Uh, I think a reason why the coaches love the joint practices so much is – uh, that you can run, you know, a simulated game against another team in practice, but at the same time uh, still take care of each other and try to limit the injuries, right? Your quarterback's obviously not getting hit in practice uh, like they will in the game. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the ones not play uh, again this week yeah. just because they're going to get so many reps uh, on Wednesday and Thursday in those doing practices. But I do want to see them at some point this preseason. I do want to see the ones. I do want to see if everything looks smooth. Um, I want to see if everybody's in unison. I want to see the play calling. I want to see the uh, just to make you know see see how smooth the operation is run. Because um, the last thing you want is to head into Week One against Kansas City on a Thursday night, and you haven't taken any game reps yeah. together as your as your starting offense or starting defense. Right now, you're trying to work out some kinks. And hey, when you're playing a good against a good team, if you start slow for the first five ten minutes. You could be down two or three scores, right? So um, I would like to see the ones a little bit this week. I don't know if we're going to, but I'd like to see them at some point this preseason just to see how the operation is, just to see how the defense looks in a game situation, right, with with those new defensive backs, with uh, a beefed-up defensive line, with the improvements that the linebacker, linebacking group has made. Um, I would like to see that just to kind of settle some nerves before we uh, just – go running into the fire week one Thursday night against Kansas City trying to figure it all out uh, at at, at kickoff time. That's never, in my opinion, a good way to to start the season. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars are coming to town Thursday and Friday or Wednesday and Thursday of this week will be the scrimmage between the two. Saturday night, the preseason game. We'll make sure we bring you all of the information that's going on at practice, our evaluation of the game, what we expect going into the the final week of the preseason and head right into the regular season and our anticipation for cuts, what we think is going to happen with this roster. All of that is to come in the very near future in the coming weeks right here on Necessary Roughness.